Welcome to the Salon Owners Collective podcast. Each week on the podcast, you'll hear stories and tactics from experts and influencers who will provide you with actionable steps to transform your business and your life. I'm your host, Larissa McClemon, and I help salon owners move from stress and overwhelm to lead a life of freedom and profit by implementing a strategic framework to grow and scale their business. So wherever you are in the world, I want to officially invite you to join me in this episode and make an important step in your journey towards more freedom and more profit. Have you ever had a bad apple on your team in the salon, that one person in the salon or spa who just can't seem to get it right and it starts to affect the rest of the team this person's behavior starts eating away at you and you find yourself thinking about it like all of the time in the middle of the night and it's constantly worrying you on your mind chances are you probably have that person in your mind right now well they're probably the bad apple now I know it's tricky when the situation arises because drama can start to stir the team and any attempt to fix the situation sometimes makes things worse and it can start to feel like it's a little bit out of your control. Can you effectively manage this person's performance without seeming mean or confrontational? Can you give this team member another chance without the rest of your team resenting you? Well, I think the answer is yes, you can. I know this to be true because I've done it. When I had my salon, I grew a team of up to 30 women uh, it's only natural for some people's performance to waver now and then, right? And for the bad apple to pop its ugly head. Sometimes the bad apple can be one of our favorites. It's really hard. So what we need as a leader is a simple yet effective way to manage this anytime that it pops up, because it, believe me, it will from time to time. So in this episode, you're going to discover my three easy step formula for managing the bad apple in your team so that you can have an amazing team culture, the one that you've always wanted, without constantly worrying about next week's dramas. It's a lot easier than you think once you have a plan. All right, let's dive into this episode and hear all about my game-changing bad apple fixing formula. I know you're going to love it. Enjoy. Hey, Larissa here from Salon Owners Collective. Now, I'm a salon owner of 20 years, uh, and I built a team from two, me and one other, to a team of 30. Of course, now I'm a coach, and I help salon owners uh, grow a, a team, attract dream clients, and really step into your role as the salon owner. I call it the salon CEO. And one of the situations that I get asked most about uh, when I work with salon owners and salon mastery is how do I manage repeated bad or wrong behavior uh, when growing my team? So I want you to think about a team member that you have in your business right now. Maybe there is someone that um, is constantly doing things the wrong way. You've got a certain way that you do things and most of you and most of your team do it the right way, but there's, but there's this one person who refuses to do it that way. Um, or they've got a certain habit or behavior that's just <laughs> downright annoying, uh, or the way that they serve clients it just doesn't fit. Maybe it's behavior like being constantly late. Because I want to give you a, a really simple framework that you can use on a daily basis to better manage appropriate behavior and redirect your team from the wrong behavior to the right behavior. So for example, I had this lovely girl that worked for me. She was a color technician um, and her name was Shannon and she constantly talked about herself. 
And it was a real bugbear of mine. She was a color technician for me and my clients. And when she was serving my clients, putting their color on, she just constantly talked about herself, inappropriate things that just did not match. And it was cringeworthy. And I remember the final straw for me was one day when she was talking about a meat pie. She'd come back from lunch. She'd obviously really enjoyed her meat pie. Like, I can see your eye rolling. She was talking about the meat pie. She was talking about the carrots and the peas. And I just was like, this has got to stop. Um, so I want to give you a little framework on how you can deal with those annoying little things. I had another beautiful girl who was just constantly late. She was not well self-managed. She was always late. She would miss the bus, sleep through her alarm. She was a great stylist and she contributed to the team. She was part of the team, but she just couldn't get on top of herself. So, uh, I thought I'd like to share this with you because I know it's been super useful, not only for me, but for many, many, many of the owners that I work with in Seller Mastery. So I want to take you through a really simple three-step framework that you can feel confident in managing, keeping it light, but managing this behavior um, before it gets to the point where you want to do performance management, where you want to just get them out of the team. That otherwise, because I believe sometimes B-grade team members can be managed to be great A-grade players. I do truly believe that. So I want you to give, I want to give you this framework so you can work it out. Or if you get to the point where you're ready to let them go, that you feel confident that you've done all of the things that you need to do prior. All right, are you ready? Three-step framework. Number one is identify the behavior. I know this sounds kind of simple, but actually be super clear about what it is that you want from them and what it is that you don't want from them. So what you don't want, it's not enough to know what you don't want without giving them something to replace it with. Does that make sense? I think that's fair. Number two, we want to grab them immediately the next time that they do said thing, talk about themselves, talk about men's pies, be late, grab them immediately. The next, very next moment that you can get in front of them. Don't make, a, don't make a big formal meeting. Don't wait over the weekend. Do it now. And grab them and explain uh, what it is that you want. Again, that sounds pretty straightforward, but what I want you to do is I want you to focus on the behavior that you do want. And I want you to not invest a lot of time on the things that you don't want. So the conversation is going to be around the things you do want not what you don't want. So draw a really simple line in the sand to say, hey, Shannon, I have observed, very specifically, I have observed that when you're, when you're working with my clients and you're doing the color application that you spend a lot of time talking about the things that you're interested in, uh, the movies that you went to, the meat pies that you ate, whatever it is, um, be specific, um, be kind, but be specific. And very quickly move to what it is that you do want. Hey, I just wanted to pop in to tell you something. Don't worry, we're gonna get back to this awesome episode in just a second. Now, if this sounds like you, listen up. You have a team, you love your team, but you're sick of wondering why and wishing your team would make their sales targets. You want them to be smashing sales because it shows that they're actually looking after their clients really well. Like imagine if you could have a way to make more from the clients that you already have, increase sales without spending more on advertising. Well, it's totally possible and I want to help you. And I want to help you do it with ease, in a classy way. No hard and dirty sales tricks here. Ways to serve your clients, make more 
because everybody wins, the team, the client, and of course, you, the business owner. Now, if you want to find out more, just DM me uh, and let's chat. I'll make a plan for you. I'm also going to leave a link for you on the show notes of this episode. All right, let's get back to the episode. What I would like is for you to spend 80% of the time that you're with those clients talking about the client, asking the client questions and topics and themes that the client is interested and only 20% of the time to talk about yourself. The only time you talk about yourself is when a client asks you or you're responding whether or not you, you know, she likes a movie. Oh, I like that movie too. Or you don't like it or whatever the answer may be. Um, so you give her a clear example of what it is that you do want. We've drawn a uh, draw line in the sand. We're going to take her from here. I'm going to draw a line in the sand. As of today, I want you to do this behavior and be super clear on the behavior that you do want. People need to know what you want them to move towards. Have a bit of a heartbeat. Be clear. Um, you know, use your heart when you're here uh, and make sure that you carry that through. You can be kind, but to be super clear. Okay. So first is yourself. Identify the behavior to explain the behavior that you do want. Now, number three, uh, I call this step three times and you're out, three times and you're out. Now, I don't know about you, but there's not many times in my life when I've asked somebody to do something once and they've known clearly what it is and that they changed their behavior forever. If you think about the rule, it takes 21 times to change, 21 days to change a habit. We've got to give people a chance, depending on what it is that you're asking for, from them, we've got to give them a chance to change habits, change their behavior, remember the new behavior that you've asked them to do. So I call this three times and you're out. And when you're doing three times in your out, again, I want you to stick to the rule. As soon as you see the behavior that you don't want, we want to catch it in that moment. Don't wait. Don't wait 24 hours. Don't let the weekend go by. The next minute you get in front of them, you grab them. And I want you, first of all, to think about mum, dad, and the police. Mum, dad, and the police. Okay, now what do mums do? Mums care and nurture and hug people and help them to be great people. So let's say that she talked about her pies <laughs> yet again after I've drawn the line and said, I want you to talk about the client and ask the question. And that was on Monday and on Wednesday, lo and behold, she's talking about pies again. And we're going to be mum, kind-hearted. We're going to have a heartbeat. Mums have heartbeats. And we're going to say, hey, Shannon, I noticed you were talking about the pies again. Uh, everything okay? What happened? Yeah. Did you forget? Give them the benefit of the doubt and give them a nudge, right? Uh, hope you're okay. So if somebody's late, hey, you're late again. Everything all right? What happened? Did the alarm, like, like give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Did you miss the bus? What, what's going on? <laughs> okay, dad, what happens in a 1950s family when mum uh, has said no biscuits? And what does she say? She says, wait till your dad get home wait till your dad gets home and dad comes in and he gives a strong firm word so she does it a second time mum said oh no are you okay and she does it again she's late again or she talks about a bloody prize again and you know hey Shannon you did it again pause wait for an answer third time three times and you're out three times and we're going to take a different tact you've got three times to catch them in the hallway doing it right or doing it wrong and if they do it again Lo and behold, we need to call in the police. 
And the police would say, I would hate for this simple behavior to affect your job here, your position here, your role here, our relationship to affect your job here. Now, if you get to one, two, three times, gentle reminder, firm reminder, again, redrawing the line in the sand and reestablishing what it is, and you are still have this behavior, most people, most people, I'm going to say 90%, 95% of people want to do a good job. They want to get it right. And on the odd occasion that that doesn't work, then three times in your out hasn't happened, then, then what I suggest you do is you take them out for a cup of coffee, you book a time in, and you say, come on, let's go and uh, let's have coffee. Let's talk about it. Because if it's not going to work in hallway management, you know, catching them that, in that very instant and in that moment, then you need to go and have a conversation. Give, I like to think most people want to behave well. You've got to give them a chance. There's usually something else going on. Something's going on at home. Some uh, under the iceberg kind of challenges are going on and you want to get to the bottom of it. Or if you know that they're just being an ass, <laughs> then I actually think it's time to send them to jail. This is actually jail. These are bars. Yeah, not literally jail, obviously. But I think this is the time when you go and you get legal counsel. Wherever your state, whatever your state is, whatever your country is, there will be a certain way to deal with performance management from a legal point of view. And if you've got to say, look, whatever, you've got to decide on the, on the, the weight of the topic. But do you know what? If somebody's late three times in a row, then actually this is a really strong value of mine. I do not and will not be late. We make appointments for clients and lateness is important. And if you can't do that, then I will put legal formal writings in place and move you and move you out. And I think you should have the confidence that if you do this strategy, that you have done all of the things that you can do, uh, and then it's now the responsibility of them. So the last piece of advice I want to give you is that as you go through mum, dad, and the police, I want you to make a document. And we put her name at the bottom, at the top, I mean. And every time that you have that conversation, you date it. And the reason we do that is it's really easy in a busy day and a busy week to lose track of how often we're having these reminding conversations with people and what the gap is between events. And I want you to, because before you know it, you can be asking and redirecting people for a long time. And I want you to have confidence that when you get to number three, that you know it's time to take a different action. Uh, those conversations that you have, the situation that arose, because then when you go to legal action or even when you go out to have the coffee, you can say, on Monday at three o'clock, you did blah. And on Thursday, then I talked to you about it. And then the very next Thursday, you did it again. What's going on? Uh, and you also, if it really does get to uh, legal standing, then you have been diligent and you've documented everything along the way. Now, you don't document to be looking to catch people out because you want to send them to jail. You do it just for your own record so you have confidence. I hope that makes sense. All right, uh, three simple steps. Identify the behavior, explain and draw, redraw the line. Three times you're out. Engage mum, dad, and the police. I hope that this has been uh, super helpful for you. And it makes your daily management of your team and redirecting, um, redirecting behavior, giving you a little bit of confidence and um, a framework to work with. So 
if you need help managing difficult team members or even just help growing, managing a thriving rockstar team uh, and you would like some help with that, then reach out. I would love to have a conversation, find out a little bit more about your business, see if I'm the right person to help. So right below is a form you can fill in. I've got a couple of questions that I would love to know about you and uh, maybe we'll hop on a call, we'll brainstorm some ideas together uh, around team management and uh, see if uh, I'm the right person for you to work with. All right, I look forward to connecting with you and uh, serving you more. All right, ciao for now. And that's a wrap for this week's episode. I'm super glad that I got to share my, probably one of my favorite strategies with you. This seriously will give you all of the steps that you need when it comes to not only dealing with a bad apple in your team, but also how you can create an award-winning team culture one that your team loves to be a part of. Well, try it out. Let me know what you think. Otherwise, I look forward to connecting with you same time, same place next week on the podcast. Ciao for now. Thanks for joining me on another episode of the podcast. Tune in every week as I reveal the latest insights and advice on what it takes to truly master your inner salon CEO and master your salon success. Subscribe to the Salon Owners Collective podcast on iTunes or Spotify or visit us online at www.salonownerscollective.com. But make sure to join me in my Facebook group for answers to common questions and much, much more. Thanks for listening and I look forward to tuning in with you again next week.